Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brawn Body Podcast. In this episode of Motivation Monday, we're joined by Dr. Kyle Bowling, who is a chiropractor that practices in Louisville, Kentucky. He's got a pretty impressive record though. You're going to be amazed by this guy. Not only does he own his own clinic, but he's treated Boston Marathon champions, Kentucky Derby Derby winning jockeys, Olympians, and pretty much professional athletes in any major sport you can think of. And the list goes on and on about how awesome this guy is. He's also starting his own company right now called CTM Recovery Products, and you can find more about that linked below in the show notes. But for now, Kyle, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you here. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So when it comes to all the things that you've done whether it be you know grad school, starting your own business twice for that matter, um, board exams and licensure exams, treating these high-level patients, has there been any major things that you can think of that have really been an obstacle for you or kind of held you back, so to speak? Yes. I mean, too many obstacles to count to, uh, <laughs> to, to really think back through all those stages. But I, I mean, I would say that the, the, first, the first thing that comes to mind was very, very early on in athletics, and it involved uh, major, massive failure. Uh, so I'm a, uh, a runner. That's, that's, uh, you know, I ran in, in all through school, ran in college, and, and I specialize in working with runners now. But like when I think about the, the, the drive that I've adapted, that I apply to everything now, I think back to um, you know, getting cut from the track team in elementary school, so we're talking, you know, fourth, fifth grade. And then, um, so that was year one. Year two, made the team, but finished last in every single race that I was a part of. And just that feeling of failure and uh, the disappointment, and, and not really anger, but just like, you know, um, uh, just thinking I was trying hard for what I thought trying hard was and seeing that, hey, I didn't beat one person, I finished last. I think that really set in motion. Hey, if you want to accomplish anything, a lot of times it's going to come down to how hard are you willing to grind and how much harder are you willing to work compared to the, the competition. So that was that was uh, elementary school track and field, but um, you know, starting my own practice, uh, getting out of school, I remember going around and trying to uh, get just a little bit of money from a, from banks to uh, get a practice started. And, and I went to, I think it was 21 different banks and financial institutions that all told me, no, basically, we think your idea is bad for starting <laughs> a practice that focuses on athletes until I found one company that gave me enough money to get a treatment table and some grafting tools. And it was like, I think it was like $5,500. So not much at all for a mm-hmm. business loan. But, but it was that same thing where it's like, all right, uh, uh, the, the, the failure of the people telling you uh, you can't do this or, or, or it's a bad idea, you have to use as fuel the fire because no matter what you're doing, you're probably going to get people in front of you that are, that are doing that. Right. It can be a very uphill battle at times, but at the end of the day, you can't settle for the first excuse that comes up. I mean, there's eight-year-olds making millions of dollars on YouTube, and they yeah. clearly haven't, you know, 
come up with an excuse to stop or, you know, hold back or anything like that. And it's, I often look at it like, you know, if they can do it, then I should be able to do it, I think. Um, Now, obviously, that's very taxing from a mental standpoint to, you know, go to 21 different banks for a loan, just a small one to start your business and be told no over and over again. So was there anything that you used mentally to kind of cultivate a mindset of resilience to keep moving forward despite all the adversity you were facing? Really just trusting my own intuition and and being confident that, hey, this idea I have will work. I have the things lined up to make sure it does work as far as, you know, working really hard with, with school and having, you know, mentorship around me mm-hmm. who, have, who have proven that the model worked to be able to bounce ideas off of. And I just, I, I really 100% uh, was was confident that I had the things lined up to, to allow for some success. Right. And it sounds like this is something that you put a lot of time and effort into. And this was something you were really passionate about. Like you knew you wanted to work with athletes. You knew you wanted to treat with a manual approach. So you needed a table and you needed um, uh, um, integrated uh, soft tissue mobilization type tools yeah. like yeah. Uh, hawk grips or something along those lines uh, yeah. to use. And you knew that was going to cost money, but you weren't going to let that obstacle kind of hold you back. The obstacle kind of became the path forward for you in a way, I'd say. Yeah, and and to your point, I think that's what's so important for, you know, people who are still going through school or trying to uh, evaluate what they want to do with their lives to find that passion. Because, yeah, when you find that, that's what you're going to that's what you're going to fight for and not take no for an answer. It's, but it's, I mean, that's, it's much easier said than done trying to find that, that passion. So that's why it's good to, you know, uh, shadow a bunch of different professions, talk to as many people as possible and, and gather as much information as you possibly can. Right. I can imagine networking was a real big thing for you, not just with starting CTM, but starting that first chiropractic uh, business that you started is, yeah. like you said, having the right mentors, having the right people to help you along the line. And, you know, they often say your network is your net worth after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good saying. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that, you know, are there any kind of key takeaways or major lessons you would want someone listening to this to kind of take away from hearing about how you've kind of faced a lot of challenges, but continue to push through them, overcome them, and move forward despite, you know, the obstacles that keep getting thrown in your way? Well, I mean, I would, I would definitely circle back to um, putting in the time and effort to find what the, what your passion is, because that's, that's the type of thing where it's not even a question of, well, you know, this person or this bank or, or um, you know, this competition, I, I, I wasn't good enough or they told me no. But if you if you truly have found that passion, what you want to do, like that, they could say whatever you want, but it's not going to it's not going to stop you. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure some of that probably came from your sports background yourself. I mean, your love and passion for sports, how you constantly faced adversity in sports like you said you were cut from the team first year you ever tried second year finished last place you were kind of used to failure so to speak and because of that when your new idea failed at first it was like 
well, okay, I don't have anything to lose. It's another day. I've been here before. I know we're going to move through it. I know we're going to push through it. And eventually the light bulb is going to click for you. Um, I like to think of the Thomas Edison example. I use that a lot, how he had over a thousand patents to try and make a light bulb. And it's like, you know, when's the last time you try something more than like 30 times, let alone a thousand before you give up? yeah, and that, I mean, that's a great quote, and there's one, I don't remember who said this, but it was like, uh, you know, you part of part of what goes into that is, is maybe you're not smart enough to know when to quit. <laughs> that's, that's, probably, that's probably more the, the, the mode that I'm in, where I was just like, no, I'm going to keep going. Thanks for your time. <laughs> and it, it, it's not necessarily because I'm smarter than anyone. It's, I probably just didn't know when to quit. <laughs> And as a result, you became very successful of from that. So it clearly served you well. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> well, hey, uh, really appreciate you coming on and just taking a few minutes to share your story with us and some of the obstacles you faced, how you overcame them. And for those listening, stay tuned because on Wednesday we'll be releasing our episode with Kyle on mobility, stability, compression tension movement, his new company, and a whole host of other things that you really don't want to miss. So, Kyle, thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate you having me.